Dr. Rallion and Mark Benioff, Salesforce is leading the way. Let's dive into the earnings, figure out what we learned from a report that has the shares up 13% right now. Joseph Bonner joins us, covering technology, media, and telecommunications senior securities analyst. Uh, welcome back, uh, Joseph. Good morning. So uh, what did they do right here? Because this is quite a different reaction than we got from a lot of tech companies. Morning, Oliver. Yeah, I mean, they had a nice, uh, good, strong quarter, um, strong revenue growth, 39% um, constant currency revenue growth in Europe. You wouldn't think there were geopolitical and uh, macro issues there, would you? Um, so, you know, strong broad-based growth across the product set, across geographies, accelerating in, in, in Asia-Pacific. Um, you know, the, as we know, the stock's been beaten down with the rest of the technology sector, but uh, they came in with a good strong quarter, quarter looking forward to strong growth uh, in the in the rest of the year, and, uh, and the market's reacting to that. How do we determine what is a bounce back, what's potential uh, a real kind of runway for the stock? Uh, because this has been such a kind of macro-driven trade, it seems, valuations coming in as interest rates go up, not too hard to figure out. Uh, does a, a view in Salesforce price trajectory from here rely on a view of uh, what the Fed does? I mean, how complicated is this making your job? Well, you know, if you look at Salesforce, you're talking about a company that's that's at scale. I mean, you're not talking about a, a, a small, you know, company that's barely profitable or not profitable or not not or you know, cash flow, you know, negative. I mean, they're going to do six point five billion in dollars in cash flow this year. You know, good strong, good strong growth there. Um, you know, so you know they they are profitable on non gap basis. Uh, you know, so they're kind of in a different class than than a lot of these other uh, tech companies that have gotten that have gotten slammed. Okay, so you're looking for Salesforce to get back, make a new high, uh, 315 bucks, uh, uh, which is about four dollars above the record. What kind of valuation does that assume, or is this just long term? The earnings growth a year from now. How much of that path from here to 315 comes from uh, the earnings, and how much is going to be uh, required from a valuation perspective? Uh, well, you know, the uh, a lot will be required from the valuation. The valuation is way down now, so so you got to expect that to come back. Um, but again, strong, consistent earnings, strong, consistent revenue growth. Um, that, that's what that's 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 the story there. One thing that stood out to me here is that so their top line year over year rate is on pace with what they gave us last time around. Uh, there was a period there where the top line sales growth was cooling compared to COVID because they were doing like a 40% or at least high 30s at one point during COVID, right? Yeah, they, they got the COVID bump, uh, you know, the 2021 bump from, from COVID, sure. Does that slow down at all? Or can we kind of assume that this is like the plateau? Can they stabilize at a, uh, you know, a high 20%? Well, I, I, th I think you know. You, okay, they're going to lap the uh, the uh, acquisition last year, uh, uh, the Slack acquisition. So you have to expect growth rates to normalize. But you know, you're talking double digits, certainly. I mean, maybe not high twenties, maybe you know, low twenties, or maybe, okay. you know, teens. What about the uh, potential to change from this heavy M and A business to shareholder friendly? Will they start pumping out dividends and buybacks more? Or is this a stock that we're still going to hear a lot of uh, M&A chatter from? 
Well, okay. The, the message from management is that uh, M and A is off the table right now, despite mm. the depressed valuations and other tech companies. Wow, really? Um, and um, also, you know, stock buybacks—they're not doing stock stock buybacks. And you got to think about a tech company. The sword cuts both ways, right? They've got the cash flow. They can do back. They they can do buybacks if they choose to. However, that's going to satisfy one set of investors. Another set of investors are going to say, "Well, why aren't you spending money on innovative growth ideas?" Right. So they're kind of uh, kind of they kind of got, got got both ways going there. But right now, they're not buying back stock. Uh, what about the not buying companies? I mean, isn't hasn't Benioff proven himself as like the the best deal maker in Silicon Valley? Uh, should they not be just um, dumping cash on markets down 50, 60 percent? I mean, the sector's down. Uh, hugely, the most that we've seen in years. Uh, is that not a message about uh, maybe you know, something here? I mean, uh, how come they don't see value in all these companies that are uh, whose stocks have eroded this far? Sure. I mean, the value obviously is there. Um, you know, it might be tempting, but you know, again, uh, Slack last just last year was a twenty-eight billion dollar acquisition. You know, they got the Tableau acquisition, MuleSoft acquisition. As you know, they've been they've been acquisitive the last few years. Um, they're integrating those acquisitions. They they're they're this is prudent management. They want to integrate those acquisitions before they uh, before they start looking for something else, despite the tempting valuations. Okay. All right, uh, Joseph. Thanks a lot. Uh, good analysis for us. We're going to get bullish on it now. Uh, in line with Mr. Bonner's view, joining us from Argus Research.